Hi everybody, it is Thursday evening and I am Jen Johnson. This is Thought by Thought Healing and I have had a very busy week and so today's episode is going to be a little bit fly by seat of my pants but I'm confident that it will be a blessing to some of you. So I, I'm not really sure what I'm going to talk about and I'm actually serious. I have a couple things in mind that I might bring up, but mostly I want to focus on the idea of graded exposure. And, and part of this is that I'm comfortable talking about this and I have less prep work that I need to do. So for those of you who have been following for a while, I tend to do this from a Christian perspective. And so when I do that and I implement my understanding of God, I definitely take more time to make sure that I am um, true to scripture and what I believe. And so that actually just takes more time because there's not a lot of people that are doing this from a mind-body perspective, from a Christian perspective. And so um, I sometimes feel like I'm trail, like I'm blazing the way. But so today, because I'm a little short on time, I'm going to talk about graded exposure because it is true. It doesn't matter how much work though we are doing on the emotional and spiritual and mental components, we also need to be doing work towards moving towards the fear uh, or the thing that we are avoiding in our life, whether that's uh, structural, like physical activity or other types of things like boundaries or relationships or places, etc. So today I want to talk about some of the graded exposure around physical activity. So here's the thing. I remember, and maybe you're still in this place, when you're in chronic pain, you feel like you have lost all control and there's nothing that you can do. There's a lot of fear around, is it going to get worse? Um, Is this gonna turn into something really, really serious? There's no way out. There's a sense of helplessness. And that feeling, those emotions, those thoughts are a, really a, a, the biggest piece of the puzzle, puzzle of pain in, of it, in and of itself. So today I just happened to run up upon the fact that there is something called the PCS, the Pain Catastrophizing Scale. And I guess they're using this in pain medicine. And it's a incredibly strong indicator, and I'm just talking about Western medicine right now, not in the mind-body community. There's a, it is a very strong indicator on how that person will experience pain. So here's the three main categories, and then there's a lot of questions. And so I'm going to read them, and you can just even pause and think about them and um, figure out where you are on this scale, because the, the great thing is that even if you are on this scale, we are still because of science and God, we are empowered to think beyond this. But here's um, the three categories is that um, these people tend to ruminate about their pain. So they're always thinking about it. Can't stop thinking about how much the pain hurts or the symptom affects my life. They magnify the pain. I'm afraid that something serious might come out of this. Maybe I have cancer. Maybe I remember for myself thinking, maybe I only have 10,000 steps left. I should probably not use them because then life will be over for me. Um, They feel helpless to manage their pain as in there's nothing they can do to reduce how bad it is. So those are kind of the three subcategories and another website um, broke it down into these, this type of language. Um, Worrying all all the time about the pain and if it will end. 
feeling I can't go on like this. It's terrible. I think it's never going to get any better. It's awful. I feel like it overwhelms me. I feel like I can't stand it anymore. I'm afraid that the pain will get worse. I keep thinking of other painful events, um, having anxiety that the pain won't go away. Can't keep it out of my mind. Um, Can't stop thinking about how much it hurts and how badly I want it to stop. There's nothing I can do to reduce this. And maybe it's something serious. So those are some things that are the that contribute to the intensity of the pain. And the medical world is recognizing this. And so what's really cool about pain neuroscience is that we have discovered that those very thoughts are what cause and amplify the pain. Which means that, and one of those fears is that I can't do anything about it. I'm helpless. And what's really cool about that is that it actually shows the opposite. It shows that that means we do have power. We have some control to change the way we think and the way we approach the things we're avoiding. So what I want to make sure is for those of you who are doing the healing on your own, that because I talk a lot about doing the emotional work of of what is triggering your nervous system and putting your brain into danger. But this subject of avoidance. So if there's um, if you're not walking or you're not filling your day as much because of chronic fatigue or you're not eating certain foods because you have a response to them. Again, your symptom is real, but it is caused by the brain. So whatever you're avoiding, and so maybe, again, I know I did this a couple of videos ago too, but it, it might help to just pause this and write a list. What are the things you're avoiding and how can you move towards them? And with graded exposure, we want to, we want to be identifying what are the things I'm not doing and how can I gradually graded Um, introduce those things into my life. And if you're not doing that, if you're waiting for the pain to reduce first, you're losing the battle. So naming, what are the things I'm avoiding? And that um, can be from movement to activities to um, passions that you used to love but you don't do because they hurt your hands or, or whatever. It can be avoiding going into situations because of anxiety. It can be avoiding relationship there are many, avoiding setting boundaries, um, standing up for yourself. There are many, many, many different things that we can be doing, um, we can be avoiding. And the thing that's happening with that avoidance is that the fear that's causing you to avoid the thing has become, um, it has become the boss. It, the fear has made you think that it is wise. There's this fine line between fear and wisdom. Or maybe I should say there's a huge line between them. But we often think, oh, okay, if my body's having, you know, a reaction to this thing, walking, food, doing too much, then it would be wise of me to not do the thing. And in that case, that that avoided activity has kind of become God and has spoken, quote unquote, wisdom to you. And in reality, it is making your life smaller and smaller and smaller. And it has become more and more dangerous. And what I mean by that is that the brain is telling you all these things are dangerous. And so the vast majority of your life has become things you have to avoid because it is so dangerous. So we want to be making our lives um, bigger every chance that we get. So how do you do that, right? Because it's 
the thing does, um, it doesn't cause your pain, but your pain happens after you do it. And so we've made this causal uh, association. And so we need to make a new association with that activity. So the way that you talk, the way that you embrace safety um, in your language and the way you approach something, the activity is, um, is a really important piece of it. So we talk about safety a lot in mind-body community. I think three videos ago, I did a big thing on that. But just when you are going to, to introduce the thing, make sure that you are literally, verbally, and mentally rehearsing safety to yourself and taking a second to believe it, to let your body know this thing is safe. If you have to start with graded imagery and just imagining yourself doing it, cutting out pictures, all those things in a, in a way that just basically um, embodies safety and then, um, and then doing a, a, a graded, a, a small portion of that thing. So working out for two minutes or maybe you add one 15-minute activity um, to your day that normally your chronic fatigue would not allow you to have. Something along those lines. We want to do it with joy and excitement and that kind of an encouraged, I can do it attitude, one that is um, not allowing the fear to be what wires. Because your brain, you're going to do the thing and your brain is either going to wire it as, oh, she's doing it or he's doing it with a safety lens or it's going to wire it as dangerous. So if you're, if you are with fear doing your graded exposure, your brain is still going to wire it as dangerous. So you want to um, approach it differently. So this last weekend um, with my other job, I had an opportunity to do something really interesting. I went to a master's class, um, which I had I'd never even heard of before. Um, it was with the symphony and the student gets a basically a, a mini lesson in front of all of their classmates. So it's like a 10 minute lesson and then the conductor gives them this lesson in front of all their peers and I got to listen to them talk about music and it was absolutely beautiful stunning inspiring I'm not a musician but I was really taken in by it all and this one student got up and did this very short piece and it was it was great I, I thought it was beautiful but then the conductor was like oh let's talk about this rest note and he spent 10 minutes talking about how to approach rest it wasn't just about the rest in the song it was how to approach it and how to get out of it too and so we want to think about that I immediately because that's what I do I think about pain and I think about how to recover from um, from chronic pain and so I immediately went to oh it's how we it's not just what you're doing in the moment of graded exposure. It's not just what you're doing during the first time you run or walk or use your hands for knitting. I don't know, whatever you're gonna do. It's about how you approach it. It's the mental state. It's the, it's the literal posture at which you hold yourself when you're doing the thing. And that actually, side note, that actually does matter. If you wanna hold your, you can hold your body in a way that is assured and confident or relaxed and comfortable, um, your brain will often follow suit and produce the, the chemicals that, that match your body positioning. So keep that in mind too as you're, as you're doing your graded exposure. And also, 
how you talk about it afterwards and how you feel about it afterwards is is a very big part of it. So if you are done and you have a symptom and what you talk about and feel about is your the symptom that you got after doing the first workout you've done, your brain is again going to wire it as dangerous. But if you have an attitude of feeling so encouraged and excited that you have some control over um, your thought process, your emotional reaction to that thing, and even doing it. You just did it. I did it. That's a saying like, wow, look, I just did something I haven't done in, in a while, and I'm really excited and proud of myself for it. Um, that is going to release a completely different set of hormones, and it's also going to wire in your brain through neurotransmitters um, a certain way, whereas if you... Um, well, now I think I got my analogies mixed up here. But the, the, the bottom line is how you respond, it will wire with. So I hope that that is encouraging because if you are only doing the emotional work and you're not putting in, pushing into the, the areas that you're avoiding or the things that you're not doing, then your growth is going to be, um, going to be stunted. And um, it's very exciting to be, I hope that you can embrace the idea of it being really exciting that you're able to do these things regardless of symptom that you haven't done in a while. And for me, when I discovered this, um, I realized that I didn't just want to recover from chronic pain. So I started looking at what are the other things in my life that I'm avoiding doing because of fear or um, or uh, the emotional state that I would be in after it, anxiety. So I would avoid certain things. And as I started healing from chronic pain, then I decided, well, I'm going to apply this to other areas of my life too. So if you're at that place um, in your journey, start looking. What are the things you're not doing? What are the things you're avoiding because of how you respond to it? And your brain doesn't like how you respond to it. So it tells you not to do it. You have way more control and power over your um, mental um, and emotional uh, response to these symptoms than we ever realize, which also then, then ends up in turn really blessing, I'm going to just say, the symptoms. So that's all I have for today. I hope you guys have a great week and I will see you again soon. Bye. Oh, oh I should say. If you're curious about chronic pain coaching, you check out my website, thoughtbythoughthealing.com. I come at it from a Christian perspective. It's a seven-session program. Um, and also follow me on Instagram and on Facebook. All right, guys. Oh, and don't forget to su subscribe. Okay, I won't have any more extra add-ons here. I'll see you guys later. Bye.